Welcome to another edition of the Macam podcast with me, Danny the Macam. And me, Shane the Yam Yam. Uh, well, the third Thursday in a row, the third episode of season one, as you have it. Uh, looking forward to diving into another one, eventful week. Yeah, there's been a few trades, obviously free agencies opened up, um, been a few movements and some some players retracting the movements as, as the category of one player. Um, so we've got a few things to talk about. Uh, and we're also going to be uh, deciding which divisions we're going to be doing our mock draft for. Um, the plan is we're going to do a mock draft, but instead of taking it in terms with a team in the order of the uh, the draft, uh, we're going to represent a, t- a division each and have that all the teams within that division. Yeah, and then obviously, uh, we'll take each other's divisions. So I'll be... Repping the NFC East because Shane's Giants are in it. And he'll be repping the NFC West because my Seahawks are in it, so we don't get our own teams. Yeah, uh, interesting to get um, each other's perspective as to what player we think we should be targeting as well. I already know where you're going to be with number six, I think, with the Giants, but we'll address that in a few weeks' time. <laughs> and I, I, I already kind of know that you won't get the Seahawks uh draft pick right because we will move down <laughs> yeah you'll, you'll stay up till about four in the morning for absolutely no reason when they drop back to all the way and then drop out the first day like every year <laughs> <laughs> um so it, we'll, we'll crack on with the the uh trade talk um a busy few days on the on the trade front obviously antonio brown's got his uh his move to the um the oakland raiders yeah um, and then the big one, um, Marcus Gilbert got traded to the Cardinals for a sixth. Uh, there's a few other little big ones in there. Uh, a guy we mentioned last week. Uh, I don't know how you're feeling about it, so I'll let you inform them that, what they already know. Um, yeah, obviously Olivia Vernon left. I <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously got traded. Um, I know, I mean, you've spoken a week about it a couple of times. I was very much in the opinion of Ossie when I believe it, because it was, it, you know, you had the talk during the uh, the GM meeting last year. There was a little bit of talk in the season, and then pretty much since this season's ended, I think it's it's been discussed right right from January about OBJ going. Um, now, a couple of days later, I'm still torn on it. Um, I can understand why it's it's a bit much like the Landon Collins situation. I think I can understand why they've done it. I'm not sure if I agree with it. Um, and like I said to you. I'm just got to hope and believe that Dave Gettleman's got a plan. Um, well, there's been a lot of like Panther fa- uh, fans on Twitter saying this is what he does, and then even a few ex Panther players like uh, D'Angelo Williams and Josh Norman, like I've said this kind of thing about in in near the past, um, and it looks like Odell Beckham's just another. Casualty of one of these high market players that he's got no no place for in his in his team. I said last week, um, I don't know like like my style that I like to play. Like in 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 my mind, if I would trade a first rounder for a wide receiver, but um, Odell is definitely like an elite talent, and if you want to win games, you need. Elite talent, I suppose, uh, and you're not going to get far if you keep trading them away. No, I mean, <laughs> I think the key thing with Dave Gettleman is 
I think he's trying to build a certain type of locker room, and I don't think OBJ fits into that um, kind of locker room he wants to build. You know, there's, there's been rumours, and it's only rumours that he might want his contract restructured again, so he's paid more than Antonio Brown. You know, for a player only signed a contract six months ago. Um, obviously, there's a situation if we'd have kept OBJ, maybe in a year or two years down the line, that could have had a situation with AB where, you know, he said, I want to go, and you end up trading him away for a, a, a third and a fifth, for instance. Um, you know, I think it's one of them that no one's going to say, Right now, you had to decide. You probably say Browns were the winner of that trade. Yeah, you know, they're pairing OBJ up with Baker Mayfield, who I know you're a fan of. His best mate, lot Jarvis Landry's there. You know, you they've got um, and, 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 and Jogu, Callaway, Chubb, Duke Johnson. Uh, yeah. uh, Defensive side, they've got um, obviously Olivia Vernon's going to be a, a good addition for them. Miles Garrett, um, Denzel Ward, you know, and, so. and the signed um, Sheldon Richardson as as well for D line. So like, they've got like three like star-studded kind of players on on the D line with Vernon, Garrett, and Richardson, and you can't double block them all. So no, exactly. So if you had to say right now which team won that trade, I think you you've got to go Browns. That you, that you can't you can't turn inside the Giants and win it because also Giants have got additional that that extra pick in the first round and you know they've got um, Zeitler and they've got uh, Peppers you don't know what they're going to do with them picks if they're going to draft the right players you don't know what Peppers didn't have any standout seasons with the Browns so he, he's still a little bit of an unknown quantity and um, is the players that the draft with them is the new coach and the new GM that you've got for the 2020 season going to like that? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? With, with the Giants, it's, it's going to be four, five, maybe six years before you can turn around and say, look back on this LB trade and go, that was a good trade. Whereas mm-hmm. you think people are going to be, so, some people are going to be looking at it. So, it, say that draft a player at 17 and that player don't perform at 17 or whoever OBJ's replacement's going to be, because I imagine at some point they're going to have to take a wide receiver in the draft. The minute it starts to look like it's not going to work, people are going to be like, oh, it was a bad trade, it was a bad move, it was a bad kick, etc., etc. So I think the um, the Giants are going to come in for a lot of criticism and I think it's going to get a lot, a lot worse before it gets any better. Yeah, it does look like another year of the tank for the Giants with the Dolphins, who are another team that... I've got holes all over and have haven't really done anything. <laughs> no, so uh, it looks like a fight for one between them two, are you? Yeah, battle for the uh, number one and two overall picks next year, I think. <laughs> so um, obviously there was that trade. Obviously, um, as we mentioned, Olivier Vernon went to the Browns as well. Um, I think the Giants won that half of the pick, uh, the trade. In all honesty, um, Vernon. Never impressed massively at the Giants, not for the contract he's on. And obviously, the Giants getting uh, Kevin Zeitler, a, a, a proven right guard, um, obviously to protect the elite Eli Manning. That'll be good. And just by you say the word loser, like loser, <laughs> loser of a trade, uh, yeah. it, it reminded us of Le'Veon Bell, who I think has been another loser this window because he, he got paid a big, pretty pretty big contract but um, 
it's less money than the Steelers offered him a year ago. Um, the Steelers were obviously a better team than the Jets are now. And then this time last year, when some fan tweeted him saying, I'll, I'll give you 60 million to play for the Jets. He replied, that's not enough to run with the Jets. And obviously he's just took less money than that. So yeah. um, a year it's sat like, out doesn't seem to have worked. Yeah, obviously he's took less money. And then, but then I was watching the GMFB the other day and um, I'm sure they showed a tweet from like, like 2011, I think, where he said he was a Jets fan. I don't know if that's right or not. Maybe someone can let me know who's listening to this. Um, oh. But uh, you know, like you say, he's took he's took less money. Um, it'll be interesting to see the Jets. I think the Jets have made some good movements um, this off season. I'd be interested to see where they get number three pick if they trade down or if they're going to go for the pass rushing or what the plan will be. Uh, and um, because I think for the pass rusher. Uh, they'd been watching Anthony Barr's college tape because uh, he looked like a very good pass rusher in college out, out, outside linebacker um, and the Vikings have really used him more as, as an inside guy um, and then the Jets were hoping Greg Williams could could bring out Collins uh College Anthony Barr, and then he, he, he changed his mind and said, uh, As soon as I seen that, that sign to the Jets, it made us feel sick, and I'm going back to Vikings now. <laughs> yeah. It's swings and roundabouts. Obviously, if they have signed, I, I understand and I've read um, that the money from Anthony Barr, because he turned them down, they were able to put more money to Levy on Bell. So mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to see, you know, would you rather have had. Anthony Barr and not had Le'Veon Belks, maybe you hadn't offered enough money at the time, or would you rather have missed out on Barr but you've got Bell? You know, I don't know if that could have landed both. I don't, I don't know what the contract situation, the money was, etc. But yeah. um, the, the money from Barr they were going to put in toward one, one last final offer to Bell, which seemed to get it done for him. Um, so was there any other players or like a team in particular who you like what they did. Uh, what's really weird is I've just looked at my screen on air the telly because I've got the Cheltenham races on and the, there's a guy like right on the screen with a Redskins hat on and <laughs> and the Redskins were one team who, who've made some pretty good moves in their free agency as well. <laughs> yeah, while we're on that topic as you've talked about and what, what do you think They've made some good free What what have they done that's impressed you? Um, well, signing Case Keenum that is a down point, but um, bringing in Landon Collins, who's obviously a good player, and then you see in the news that they're they're trying to get Ha Ha Clinton Dix back as well. Um, obviously they brought in Ruben Foster in the off season, uh, like like last year. Um, so. It, He's he's going to be like a new sign, and and then they look very impressive up front, and then they brought back uh, Adrian Peterson as well, who everybody wrote off, and he had a great year last year, and then they've got uh, Geis back from injury, so he's going to be like another first round draft pick added to the team. So apart from the quarterback situation, which is pretty important, the the Redskins have got some pretty nice pieces around it. 
Yeah. And I know from, from speaking to you, I'd say the only move that you didn't like they did was the Brown move. Is that right? The, uh, yeah. Um, I, I didn't like that they cut uh, Zach Brown, but who knows? He might end up back there on a cheaper contract or something. But uh, after the one Mosley signed, I can't see it. Because he's he's a really good linebacker for me. Um, I I watched him like uh, Redskins be the Seahawks, and he was playing uh, spy on Wilson. And he just uh, had a really good game and was all over Wilson every every single time he went to move. And never seen Wilson shut down like that before by a linebacker and a spy. Yeah, I mean, the, the one that stands out for me is one we, we've just touched on briefly is the Jets. Um, I like they've got Le'Veon Bell. They've got um, they've, they've got a player to, to pair up with Darnold in the sense if he can hand the ball off, hopefully that'll take some pressure off uh, off him. Um, we've you know, only been his second season. He's still going to be learning and that. Um, I like the CJ Mosley signing. Um, I think that he'll benefit that team massively. They're getting him in his prime at the end of the day. Um <laughs> I like the trade they did for assembly. If they can get the assembly of three seasons ago, um, <laughs> you know he, he was good, um, along with that old Raiders offensive line at the time. To be fair, yeah. Uh, so you know, and then obviously they've got um, they've got Jameson Crowder as well. I think if they can keep him fit, he could be a, a good weapon for Donald to be throwing to. Um, but the, the key thing with that is keeping him fit. Yeah. Um... I think the Jets have had a pretty good one as well. Um, I think it's a shame that I didn't get uh, Anthony Barr. Yeah. A nice addition. But there's still a, like the draft there. Um, they've got Jameson Crowder as well. Um, he's going to be... Uh, like He's a really good there. Slot wide receiver. Uh, safe pair of hands for... Uh, Sam Donald go to so yeah I liked what they did um, one of the teams that have been um, like really impressed and with and worried about so far is uh, the Cardinals uh, I really like them signing Suggs uh, still think he's a good player he's one of them guys I expected to just retire a raven like uh, he's been there like 50 years <laughs> um but uh i think he's a really nice pickup and they've already got uh chandler jones there as well who's who, who's one of the best pass rushers in the league and he's always above 10 sacks uh they brought in jordan hicks from the eagles uh, i think he's a really good signing um and then on all line that had some issues last year and they've signed sweezy from the seahawks who i seen a lot of and uh, apart from the odd flag he's good and then the training for Marcus Gilbert from the Steelers and everybody knows and saw how good the Steelers all-line was last year um, and then I'm a bit worried at one that the draft, draft Quinn and Williams because he's just Aaron Donald 2.0 so yeah. I'd be very nervous about playing them with a Aaron Donald in the middle in a Chandler Jones and Suggs on on on, on either edge, um, the NFC West looks even tougher. <laughs> and obviously, if they don't dog Bosa, uh, dog Williams, that could be game for Bosa. You know that's yeah. Tense. Um, it's just speculation. I mean, they're going to be game for Murray. So, you know, I think 
I can understand why they'd want to get maybe defensive players in. You know, you're up against Goff, against um, Wilford, and depending on which Jimmy G comes back from this injury, you know, yeah. they need to get to the, the quarterback. But at the same time, they need to keep their quarterback upright. Um, so obviously, the old line guys have signed will be um, key for them because they, they did have a really bad old line last season. But um, like Josh Rosen, he had like like he was really unlucky in college. Like multiple coaches, the team he was on wasn't very good. So like he was always fighting a losing battle with a crappy team. Just like when he got drafted by by uh, the Cardinals last year, and then like this year they've made some nice moves, and it would just be his luck if like they shipped him out to the Giants, who's in, in an even worse state than the Cardinals last year. Uh, he, um, he'd, he'd think about retiring, and he'd be like, I'm just never going to get lucky. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, it depends what the Cardinals do. I'm sure we'll be discussing this as we get closer to the draft in more detail. Um, I don't think a decision's been made from what I've read. Um, you know, I've said, I know that they didn't send any... Um, they didn't send. They didn't send the coach. I don't think they sent the GM to Colin Murray's workout day yesterday either. Reading to that, what you will do? They already know what they need to know, so they don't need to see because they made their mind up. Or that is it a big bluff and they're not sending anybody? I think it was a bluff. They'd be sending someone to be honest. Yeah. Um, I noticed speaking about Colin Murray's pro day yesterday that he refused to get uh, measured as well, which is which is weird. Like, yeah. Was he wearing some kind of invisible high heels at the combine, and he didn't have yeah, one yesterday? <laughs> I don't know. It's it been two weeks, uh, so you know, I'm, I'm sure we're discussing Kyler Murray and Haskins and the draft in the in the next couple of weeks. To be honest, is it what what everyone's always going to be looking towards? Um, but on, on the free agency side, what what was the one signing that you? You you die like or you scratched your head and you thought I don't like that or I absolutely hated the Jags signing Nick Falls like for that much money as well and then you're not thinking a Super Bowl winner and an MVP yeah um Malcolm Smith from the Seahawks was a Super Bowl MVP and then. A few weeks later, signed a massive contract with the Niners, and now he's scrapping around just to keep on people's rosters. Like, like sometimes these bad guys are like fluke seasons. Like that, that was like a six-game stretch, which will go down in history and fair play to him. He won it and stuff. But like, what about the the five, six seasons before that? Like, what about um, being signed signed by the Chiefs as a backup and not being able to boot out Alex Smith and like it's just I just think he's hardly an upgrade on Blake Blake Bottles and that's 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 my view of him like if if you like win the lottery once it, it doesn't mean you'll be rich for the rest of your life <laughs> but uh, he's getting an eighty eight million deal uh, the max value of a hundred and Two million, like fifty million, guaranteed, and he he's on the Jags team who were in like a Super Bowl window, and I just think they would have been much better off just giving up some 
draft capital last year and drafting one or moving up and getting Haskins this year or whatever, but just not doing that. Like even Teddy Bridgewater for less, like seven million a year, whatever it is, he, he he's gonna accept, but not fools. I just think it's a terrible sign. <laughs> what what are you? <laughs> for me, I I don't like the Trent Brown signing. Um, going to the Oakland Raiders. Um, I think he had a good season last year and he was a good left tackle. Was he worthy of being the... Did he have a season that's reflective of being paid the most an offensive lineman's been paid, you know? Not for me. I think he's getting something like 66 million and something like 30-odd guaranteed. Um, and he's going to be the highest paid offensive lineman in the history off, off of one good season. Um, I think he's even more head scratcher when they they drafted a left tackle last year in Colton Miller. Yeah, he'd have a great season, but what happens with him there? They're kicking him out to the the right size. That's the only thing I can think of. Um, I, I just think it it it's, it could be Nate Solder Mark too. You know, the Giants made Nate Solder twelve months to the highest paid offensive lineman, and he started off awful. He he came on as he as he got used to playing with. The <coughs> But right now, I don't think he's value for money, and I don't think Trent Brown's going to be value for money. It it um it seems to happen every year. Like uh, uh, uh average offensive lineman hits the market, and everybody goes crazy because everybody struggles in all line, um, and he gets he gets overpaid. Like like when the Browns got their. Uh, Zietlow, they've now traded to the Giants. Obviously, they they don't feel that that big money was worth it because they've they've shipped them out. Um, yeah, the Jags last year signing Norwell was it to big money, and yeah. then uh, the Giants near Soldier, and then uh, Trent Brown is he's going to be an, another name added to that overpaid list, I'd guess. Yeah, as I think, I think. Read early on, he, he was the 32 ranked defensive tackle, which you know it's not a bad rank. He didn't, he did have a good year last year, but is it is he right now the best lineman in the league for me to know? No, he paid the best lineman money, so you know, I, I, I just think that was a, a, a bad move, disappointing move, and I don't think he's worth the, the money they paid for him. And um, I know you'll probably say it's biased, but uh, it, it, it's how I feel. But I don't like two that the Niners did neither. Um, I thought Kwan Alexander getting paid fifty-four million was just ridiculous. Like I've I've, I've even spoke to Niner fans and and seen Niner fans on Twitter and stuff, and they're, like they just can't believe like how much he's got. Like yeah. why not? Like he's just it, 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 is it this, his injury all the season? Yeah, uh, th- this year I and. Like, he got a lot of sacks last year, um, but that's pretty much the only year where he's he's been very good, and that's D Ford. Um, I think like paying him like eighty-seven million or, or, or some it was like it's it it says five years, but I think most free agency signings like one to three years because the majority of the money is like now. Um, but I I just think when he was on the Chiefs last year, like they're winning most games in the fourth quarter by 20, 30 points. So you can just kneel on, put your head to the ground, whistle to the QB every single play. But when you want a, a, a team who's in 
close games, like seven behind, seven ahead. Like you have to mark for like the run as well. So it's it, it it's not as easy to get sacks. And apart from last year, he hasn't really been that kind of player for like the whole time he's been at the Chiefs. Like if he didn't have the year he did last year, which fair play to him, he, he, he had it. Like he 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 probably struggled to make half what he has off the Niners and I'm just very wary by signing players whose only good year has, has been the contract year. Yeah, I don't think that's the key thing for these impending free agents. They know full well. I've only have a good, I've only got to have one good last year, and I'm I'm going to be sorted money wise. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's just the, the way it is. I was just touching on the 49ers. I, I do like the moves I made for D Ford in giving a second round pick for next year's draft. You know, I think if it had been me, I'd have wanted a, I'd have wanted draft capital for this year. Um, but obviously the 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 Chiefs have um said, okay, we're dealing for next year's second rounder. Uh, well, like, uh, the year the Chiefs, like, I don't think they wanted to resign them, like, otherwise they would. Um, and they'd have been expecting, like, a third compensatory pick last, like, next year for somebody who signed them. So it's, it's like they've, they've moved up. Quite yeah. a few few spots for, for someone the compensatory pick, like you say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've seen that. I seem to get lost in the news, but I've, I've seen that um, D Ford had signed a, a five year ninety million extension. So I can understand why the Chiefs probably don't want to find to be honest with you. At that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, there's a couple of other signings I work here. I know that we discussed the uh, wide receiver moves um, with. Cole Beasley going to the Bills. Yeah, like I don't really like anything that the Bills have done. I've seen other people giving them like praise and like seeing all oh, the putting some pieces around, but to me, it's just like the paying old average wide receivers more than they should. Like, yeah, Cole Beasley, John Brown, and then you got the old runner back Frank Gore, and then the old tight end. Tyler Croft, it it just it's it's a lot of weird moves to me. It's just it's, it's like Dad's army up there, but apparently Buffalo is a hard place to a, attract free agents to. So you you get what you can. Yeah, unless money. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I reckon right about now. Then we should look at uh, our drafting our divisions. Um, yeah. For the mock draft, so obviously you like, like we mentioned at the start of the show, um, you're taking out NFC East. I'm gonna be taking NFC West. Uh, I'll let you go first as to what division you would like to draft for next. Hmm. So I've already got the East. You've already got the West. Um, give us a look at the divisions. Uh, I'll. Take the EFC South. I thought you might. I know that you got to be in a soft spot for the same. <laughs> uh, right, okay. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the AFC East. Oh. I'm putting these days because just so we'd all forget afterwards. <laughs> Um, I'll take the 
EFC North. Okay. Uh, it's actually quite hard to just work it out. Who, I don't even know what picks half the teams have got, but I'm looking at them, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's cheating. I haven't looked. You're just trying to score top 10 picks, so you look smart. <laughs> no, no. That's what even looks who, who's, who's got what. Um, I'm going to go the AFC West. So I've got a bit of a soft spot for like teams like Chargers and I think it's a good division. Yeah. Mm, so what what's left? The South the the NFC South and the NFC North. Yeah, so if I'm right, the, the AFC's been taken. Yeah. Uh, um, I think all that's left is the NFC North and the NFC South. Uh I'll take the NFC North because I don't really like any of them South teams. <laughs> In NFC North, so that leaves me to take the NFC South with your old old yeah. boys, Carolina Panthers, in there. Yeah, let's say the same. Got the Panthers in there, so yeah. So Danny, you're going to be drafting for all the teams in the NFC East, the AFC South, the AFC North, and the NFC North, and I'm going to be drafting for the teams in the NFC West, East, the AFC West. In the NFC South. So, we'll have to work making, making sure that we uh, know where each other's going to be taking. Obviously, I'm going to be having the... I'm going to be having the first three picks. Who's picking fourth? Raiders. I've got the Raiders. I've got the first five picks. Yeah? So, I've got, yeah. I've got the first five picks then in the, uh, the Cardinals, the Niners, the Jets, the Raiders, and the Buccaneers. <laughs> So I can I can I can start drafting up now who, who I'm planning on taking with them picks then. Who's <laughs> two who's gonna be left for you at number six and seven. Yeah, we've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. And it's gonna be a, a good run up. Um, obviously I think part of the plan of the podcast in the next couple of weeks, uh we'll look at doing the, the mock draft. Um maybe do that a week or two before the actual draft allow allow for any more trades that could happen. Um Maybe look at getting a, a guest on if we can uh, in the next couple of weeks. I think. Yeah. Um, and I've got to a couple of people who said they're interested, which is brilliant to hear. Um, and then obviously it'll lead us straight into the the, the draft. And I think our plan after the draft will be covering uh, each division. We're going to try and do it a little bit different to other other people. Um, that's still in the upper air. Uh, we're going to do that, but um, definitely stay tuned. Stick with us if you. If you this is the third episode you've listened to. And uh, and it's just the usual log log side giving us feedback. Um, if if it's good, tell us why it's good. If it's bad, tell us why it's bad. Because I know we and uh, Sheen, you're desperate for some. You're desperate for some backlash. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> if you come back saying your accent's crap. That I can't do anything about that. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unless we buy like a a, a voice change on 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 Amazon or something. And yeah, but why would you want to change this voice, eh? Exactly. Then it wouldn't be called Matt Yam. <laughs> exactly. That's what family name But yeah, that, that, that's our plan for the next uh, couple of episodes and what we're going to be doing after the draft. Um, good good, good chat today. I think, you know, we discussed the trades, discussed free agency and what we liked and what we die like. And um, I don't know about you, but I'm glad that we know what teams we're going to be doing in the, in the mock draft now so we can start to or you up and make notes on that and 
you know, I don't know if we're going to do it as a mock draft in the sense of who we think the player team should take or who we would take. Um, I don't know what you think about that. Um, we'll just do what us us would take. Yeah, so it, it, it's the Mackian draft as opposed to being a mock draft. I think that's the best way. Yeah. Um, so I think I think it, I think it's going to be quite surprising. Knowing knowing what I've got an idea where I'm going with my first five picks already. Um, it's the only draft in town that Jake Brown will score in the first round. Oh God. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, that, that, that means he's going to lose all credibility then. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was um, it was good chatting to you, Danny. Uh, no doubt I'll be speaking to you in the week about probably one of the players the Giants would get away on a trade. Um you know, maybe they're getting all that draft capital to make that move on Russell Wilson, eh? Uh, <laughs> you wish. He's not joining your bums. He's too small. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good, good chatting to you. I'm happy with what we discussed today. Um, again, everyone, if you, you know, give us a, a follow on Twitter. We, we're on podcast. Uh, we're on podcasts. We're on iTunes podcasts now and Spotify a bit quicker than what the first episode was. Um, so, the, you know, the episodes are listening on there. So if you're listening to us and you, you, you're using Anchor or another platform, you can find us on Spotify, you can find us on iTunes Podcasts, and you can find us on Twitter at NFL. Give us a follow, give us a like, feedback, every, everything, you know, just any uh, suggestions or comments you've got to be appreciated. Oh, and just before you leave, uh, we had a, a big poll on... Twitter yesterday, um, <laughs> and it should be coming to an end now. Uh, oh, and it is, it's over. Who's doing a better job, Theresa May or Dave Gettleman? And the winner was 67% was Theresa May. So, well, that, 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 and that, that just says it all. Well, thanks for listening from me, the Magam. And from me, the Yam Yam, and uh, same time next week, hopefully. All right. See you in a bit. See you later. <laughs>